What's up, world? Yeah. It's another episode of Livestock's podcast mm-hmm. with Moonstar Mark West. Yeah. And Cytus Duan Sola. And a special guest today, ma'am, would you like to introduce yourself? What's up, everybody? It's Jay Lamina checking in. Okay. Okay. We got Jay Lamina, the influencer. Mm. <laughs> you a stylist? You fresh? You a tastemaker? I would consider myself a tastemaker, not really a stylist. Okay. Mm. Okay, well, you're going to have to teach me. You're going <laughs> to teach, have to teach me how Drop to make taste jams. with no... You got style. I think you got you style. Are. Yeah, you got, you got style. Not like a stylist, like somebody yeah. that somebody would go to to pay. But I have to my ju- individual... Yeah, you I know, you. style. It could be how you say shit or how you walk. Yeah. yeah. How you move, you know, carriage. Yeah. That's your style, you know, so you got to have style. If you out here taste-making, you got style. <laughs> so we got Jay Lamina... Um, ma'am, what 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 popular show were you on? I was on Bad Girls Club. Okay, okay. she was on Bad Girls Club yeah. where they get busy. <laughs> you know, uh, real busy. I was watching YouTube today. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, me, I've been watching from season one. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, okay, I know it ain't. Okay. A, I know it ain't a man show, <laughs> but I damn sure was watching the drama. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. From yeah. from season one, I was watching it. Yeah. I know a couple dudes, like you know, straight dudes that watch it. A lot of dudes I know watch it. Yeah. I just. Uh, I, I watched it closet. It was a closet show. They just like to see the chicks get into it. That's all. <laughs> That's all. I'm not. I'm not That's even gonna lie. Down. They would. They would get down. I don't know what they was fighting over. Yeah. Don't know how it happened. But when them, them hands was going, I was in. But um, this is gonna be about you know strengthening our strengths, educating our weaknesses, talking about how we gonna get it out here. Okay. And uh, what kind of legacy you know we want to leave on this earth. Right. So um. Question one, do you consider yourself to have an independent spirit? I do. Mm. Okay. As, and I'll stand kind of firm behind that. Okay. So where would you say you, you, you got influenced to go in that direction as a, as a child, as an adult, a teenager? What, what happened? Who? Is it a person? Is it something you... What, what is it? Um, it was definitely my mom. My mom's a single parent. Okay. And I have noticed this and I have a younger sister, but my mom definitely has a go-getter spirit. Like, mm-hmm. she was always doing something. Like, she worked full-time in corporate America, but she was also getting mm-hmm. her degree. So she was gone a lot you know, from the house, like, yeah. while we were growing up. So it caused us to be independent and kind of, like, raise each other. Mm-hmm. So from a very young age, I've always had to kind of, like, be responsible for somebody else or, you know, kind of be, like, a little young adult, so to yeah. speak. Okay. So I think just kind of, like, over the years, seeing my mom always, like, make a way out of no way or, you know, always doing something or, you know, using more, like, brain power over manpower, so oh, to speak. Oh, okay. It, it really... Mind over... Ma- okay, mind over matter. We yeah. good. Yeah, and it really makes me, like, think outside of the box, like, when I do a lot of stuff, so... Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, you... She she pretty much kind of set the... Uh, set the standard for your approach to handling your life and your career. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Okay, so um, are you a, are you a sales a salesman? Do do you sell products? I mean, are you willing to sell products? Well, I feel like in this industry, we're all salespeople because we have to sell our personality. Yeah, that's you know real. what I mean. Like, you know, at the end of the day, either you you want to, I want to be able to give something to people that they're gonna like, something that's gonna you know make them want to engage and make make them want to watch me or like look at me even more or follow me even more. And by mm-hmm. doing that, I have to sell my personality to them because that's ultimately what they gravitate to at work. Okay, so this this is what I want to know. Um, when you're a personality or a character, 
uh, or a brand, or however anybody want to put it, entity, mm -hmm. um, are you selling a caricature of yourself or are you keeping it real to, to the true essence of yourself? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it depends on what exactly the time in the moment may be or what exactly that... I may be selling at the moment. So, like, for instance, when I was on Bad Girls Club, I'll use that for an example. We could, um, yeah. Exactly, for an example. Um, that was my personality. It mm -hmm. wasn't my full personality. That was just a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. But, like, now, post Bad Girls Club, you see me doing, like, more interviews where I'm actually speaking and you can hear mm -hmm. how intelligent I am and, like, I'm and some actually... intellect. Exactly. And that... I'm more than just that. So mm. my brand, it shifted, but there are different facets to it. Mm. Okay, so the reason I ask this is everything you earn comes with a price, you know? Right. Everything you earn comes with a price. Mm -hmm. So if you build this character or this persona, you taking on everything that comes with it. Right. Uh, one thing I don't fucking like to see is when people succeed based off of, of a persona mm -hmm. and then when people expect yeah. them to you know continuously yeah. then they, 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 play, the, they play victim or like oh my god I, I mean I get exactly I mean yeah I, mm, I see that a lot don't fucking play victim, man. Just, 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 just be real. Just be real. With, if you be real with yourself every day yeah. you good. If you just be real with your fucking comment, fuck somebody saying you an ugly hoe and you ain't it. I just fucking looked in the mirror. Yeah. I ain't seen no ugly hoe. You know? Hey. What's up with that? Like suicide thinking, suicidal thoughts, and the world is so ugly and that type of shit. Well, honestly, I don't know because I don't really have suicidal thoughts. Mm. And so I don't think the world is She's a strong. ugly place. She's strong. I actually think the world is a beautiful place. I think mm. that we have a lot of people that are lost and a lot of people that need help and mm. guidance and mm -hmm. direction. But ultimately, um, yeah, I think, and honestly, I think man is good and they learn bad. So I don't really have a problem with the world. You said also, we learn bad? So you, yeah. so you think that men in nature are good? Ultimately, yes. Like I, mankind. In nature, mm -hmm. we are good. We are born good, and we learn bad. Because everything that you learn in life or everything that you tend to do is a learned behavior. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know not to, to walk up to a stranger and share anything with them unless you're told not to. Mm -hmm. You're... You don't know to not speak to a stranger or not to touch the stove unless you're told not to. Mm -hmm. So, if you adapt or if you learn a bad behavior it's, you may not purposely learn it. it may be something subconsciously that just may be a part of your environment that's why people say they're a product of their environment that nature versus nurture yeah. see that's that's an interesting uh statement you just made because some people feel that we are born sinners yeah i hear that all um, the time i had that argument with one of my girlfriends all the time so this is the only way to solve it we get a kid a baby infant each gender every different race <laughs> and just put the motherfuckers on one on the island, one on the desert, one in the mountain, yeah. and nobody say shit to them. And see what happens. Just let them grow. Yeah. And see if they killing just like, fuck it, I'm killing. I don't, yeah, I'm killing. We out here. We living. You might oh. have to go back to your natural habitat. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. what I'm saying. I, I, me personally, I think that we are born survivalists. We we are born survivors. Yeah. You know, I believe that if you're able 
you we will remain good as long as we can remain good. Sure. As soon as you I know some people who want to be bad, but for the most part the real bad motherfuckers is the ones who have to be bad. Like exactly. it's a survival tactic. It ain't no I'm a Billy badass. Sure. You know, it's yeah, that it's that quiet motherfucker that because they want to. Like some people are acting bad because they want to, but most people are actually doing it because they don't feel like they have like a choice or something. Maybe yeah. right. The two see, and I, I I wasn't gonna talk about the show too much, but the two baddest bad girls I've seen on the show were the two most quiet ones. It was a female from Chicago. I don't know how. It was way back. She was from Chicago. She never talked. She minded her business. Mm-hmm. She kicked ass, like, like real kick ass, like a good five, six times. And they was like, why did she, why did she just punch me? Because she ain't playing with your ass. Yeah. She was just chilling. <laughs> and some other chiefs were like 19. She was stripping, like, since a teenager. She had, like, the ring right here on the beach. She just was just peacing off. She peaced off on the beach, peaced off by the pool, then pushed the chick in the pool. They was, why is her temper so bad? She needs help. She's a bad bitch. Don't fuck with her. I'm just saying, like, in life, that's how it is. Yeah. You know, it's. I think it's a survival tactic. So we're, we are all good as long as we can remain good, but it's so many gray areas in life. Yeah. You know, so many gray areas. So moving along, um... What would your ideal legacy be to leave on this earth? In the sense of business ventures, not just character, you know, business. What 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 type of ventures would you like to have in your portfolio? Mm. Um, well, like right now I'm working on a clothing line, a cosmetic line, and um a corporate rentals company. So I'm okay. trying to do things that are a little bit outside of the box, mm-hmm. things that we will always need, so mm-hmm. to speak, or that people will always need to buy. Like, you'll always some, some need somewhere commodities. to stay. Okay. Women will always buy cosmetics because Anything. we want to look good. Yeah. And we always need clothes. So I try to put myself in that type of mindset when I think about opening businesses or starting businesses. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I want to get to the point where I can open a nonprofit organization mm-hmm. that helps single moms mm-hmm. and teens that come from, like, okay. low-income families mm-hmm. because that's really where I come from. Like, you know, I mean, we we had a decent amount of money growing up, but we definitely saw both sides of the tracks, like, where yeah. we, when we had it and when we didn't have it. And we were just, you know... I would say upper middle class, an upper middle class family, but my mom was a single parent, so mm-hmm. it was different having one income as opposed to two. Yeah. So that's why, you know, I really want to be able to give back to young girls because I know how it feels to be in a position to, like, want to play sports or want to do extracurricular activities, but you don't mm-hmm. have the money or, you know, like when I was applying for college, like my mom went to college, but nobody really helped me, like, with my college applications yeah. and my older sister was, like, off doing her own thing. Like, mm-hmm. if I would have had, like a, like, a mentor that was a little bit closer to my age that could have kind of like walked me through the process or even stayed on me like while I was in school like yeah. it probably would have made a difference okay you know I mean? so you would say that and I don't even want to put these words in your mouth I'll just ask you so do you think that finances is the main area of concern with single parent homes as far as needing help um or is it time I would hmm. say time more than anything well i'm gonna gonna answer that question from two different perspectives from the child from a child's perspective growing up in a single parent home it's the time 
time Okay, all right. Well, let's just say it's time in general because that child becomes an adult and you might understand once you get older, but you've it, it already molded you. Your childhood has already molded you into who you've become, you know? I think it's 50-50 yeah. on It's 50-50, but... but I then, say time, man. But no, but sometimes it's finances because sometimes your parents can have all the time in the world to spend with you, but mm-hmm. they might not have the money to fund whatever it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that, like, that, that, like, that's totally true. But let's look at it like this. Um, my mama, same single parent, you know? Yeah. Working, working her ass off or whatever. She bought mm-hmm. us whatever we, you know, whatever. She kept us fresh, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the reason that I say time... It is time. You know, you know the reason I say regard is because... Fuck all of the... You know, I, I've seen people who... I ain't gonna say fuck it, but I've seen people who had broke parents. Like, mama and daddy ain't had shit. Mm-hmm. But they had that support, yeah. that focus... Every day, they had that focus. And that's very important, especially growing up. And you ha- when, like, if you have a child that's, like, creative yeah. or that has, like, talents or wants to be, like, active and right. stuff, like... you seeing that, yeah. That time is something that you can't get back. That's like, priceless. It is. That's priceless. You could take me to Dave & Buster's and buy me some new J's and get me an ice cream cone. Yeah. But shit, like, <laughs> I mean, what, what else is that doing? Yeah. You know, aside from me saying, man, my mama really care about me. She want me to have a good time. Yeah. But it's that focus, that day-to-day focus. I feel like the job takes that away from um, single parents. Even even dudes that be in the street, mm-hmm. you know, the majority of the time, what they saying, my mama was working her ass off, exactly. but she was never home. The streets raised me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and, and if she was making so much money working her ass off, he wouldn't be in the streets getting what he got to get. He wouldn't be talking about, I got to pay bills and I got to put my mom in a better house. If, if she was yeah. really getting it like that. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it is, I can see both sides as well, but mm-hmm. I think it's a time thing. Um, and with that being said, you know, there it, it's also an education thing. Mm. You know? Because some parents, like you said, can spend all that time, but then not have any educational background on what that child's strengths are. Right. So it could be an artist... They don't know what the hell to do with an artist, an artistic yeah. kid, or the kid could be something, you know, want to go in this area, but the parent just don't have the knowledge of... Of what it takes to actually to help them... Grow and prosper, yeah, at a, at a younger age, you know? So um, with that organization, what would you possibly be looking into doing to, you know, strengthen these single-parent homes? Well, more so, kind of like a Big Brothers, Big Sisters program. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like where we can go into the different communities and we can pick this, you know, pick and talk to the students that are doing really good, like Mm -hmm. making really good grades. But, you know, they may need help, you know, applying for college or with the money to apply for college. Okay, come down here, do some community service. Let us mentor you. Let us, you know, help you get you in the right direction so so that we can make sure that you're in school in the fall, you know, tuition taken care of or, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, financial aid already squared away or whatever it takes Mm -hmm. because a lot of times let's just say a lot of people's parents well now in our generation a lot of our peers are going to college so hopefully when we have children it won't be as many kids that come from homes Mm -hmm. where parents that you know didn't go to college like our generation did like a lot of us have parents that didn't go to college or you know whatever but you know like for instance let's just say you you got 15 kids that are like excelling and doing great in in school Mm -hmm. but they don't have 
you know, parents at home that are knowledgeable, that know how to get them to the next step or that know how to, you know, not let them slack after high school. Mm -hmm. That's where yeah. we come in or that's where I want my organization to come in, where we help you get to the next level and we yeah. make sure that you're doing what you need to do to 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 excel and succeed. That's that's really good. That's that's very good. Um I would say do you think that um utilizing superficialities would affect kids more than just hitting them with raw substance in this all right, I'll put it like this. They say there aren't any or I'm not gonna say any, but there aren't that many doctors or lawyers in low income neighborhoods. Right. And my theory on that is even the kids who grow up around lawyers and doctors don't necessarily want to be lawyers and doctors. Mm. Right. Just due to the superficiality aspect. Like, when they see... It it doesn't connect anymore. It's not real no more. When they see the, the, yeah. the car that's catching your eyes as a kid, when they see the outfit, the jewelry... The, the the carriage within the hustler, mm -hmm. you know, it immediately, even the way you can talk, right. you know, it'll it'll catch their ears, w like, instantly. You know, mm -hmm. they, 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 it just connect. When they see that lawyer and that doctor, I'm just saying, you as a child, you knew lawyers right. and doctors got money. You knew they was living good. Right. But it didn't look as fun. Right. Mm -hmm. It don't it look exciting. It don't yeah. look exciting. It's like you have a coloring book. You have two coloring books. Mm -hmm. And in this one, you got Crayola crayons. <laughs> and over here, you have, like, those cheap rose... The rose the heart. Rose heart, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over yeah, here, you yeah. got Crayola, and yeah. it looks so much fun. Pop out. Or whatever, and it, the colors, they pop right away, and they grab your attention. Over here, you got rose art. Yeah. And they're a little bit duller. They're not as great. Yeah. Or they don't look as fun yeah. to use yeah. as the Crayola, but they get the job done. They both color. And yeah. if you just use the, if you work a little bit harder with the rose art, you might end up with a dope oil painting. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> That's a lot of work. That's real. Yeah. I hear you. Because you know when you use them, they look like oil, like coming oh, out of them. Man. So they yeah. terrible, bro. Blobs come off at a time sometimes. Right, but they be streaking. Yeah, like, exactly. Man, my mama buy me these cheap But, I mean, and that's a, that's a real example. And that's how I kind of look at it. I say, man, for something like what you're doing and, or plan to do and will do, I, um, I could see, you know, like, uh, let's say I'm an engineer or a doctor. I pick a kid up. Right. And, you know, a, a 760 or something. Just, yeah. this is for them. This is, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, just to, like, get them you know, a, in awe, attractive. Yeah, like, they to get in, you know. they're like, man, he fresh. You know, this, this like, fresh-ass doctor right here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's going on? I got some, some bass-heavy shit on. Yeah. So I turn it down, so what's up, little man? So, you know, and they, Bye. that's, that's <laughs> only difference is, I ain't pimping you. I'm not here to pimp you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like that, that alternative. The alternative. The, that alternative that's dude. That's what it is. He pimping. Modern day. He gonna sit you right there. He gonna show you the ring. He gonna show yeah. you everything. And then he gonna say, so you think you ready, little man? You think yeah. you ready to hit that block? Yeah. Oh, you ain't ready. You ain't ready. <laughs> and, and he'll hit you off with some change yeah. to tell you, nah, I don't want you out here yet. You ain't ready. But really, that's making you want to be ready even more. Exactly. You know, so that's the pimp game. Yeah. But it's all about that presentation. So yeah. 
I think the su- playing off of the superficial superficial side of things really helps uh, plant seeds in kids, uh, no matter what their their backgrounds are. You know, single parent, no parents. You know, foster kids, mm-hmm. yeah. troubled youth. They just want to see something excite exciting that also looks attainable. Yeah. You know, uh, but that's a surprise. I didn't, I didn't know you wanted to go into the single parent. I mean- uh, support system i mean because my thing is like i think that ultimately our goal in life or my goal in life is i just really want to help people because Mm -hmm. there are so many people in the world that need help you know what i mean like that's why you know how they say each one teach one you know like when you make it so far you reach back and help somebody else like Mm -hmm. i just feel like even within like the black community we don't help each other enough and i want people to feel okay and i want people to be around me and know that i'm not your enemy i'm not your competition i'm not out to get you if anything if i got a way that you know i can make money and you can make money like it's enough money out here for everybody like Mm. i don't have to be afraid to share you know my blessing or whatever i have going on with the next person because there's enough of it yeah okay so you seem pretty smart you know so this is what i'm gonna say if teachers made more would you teach if teachers made six figures a year would you be a teacher six figures second grade elementary but you getting six figures but you know what i actually love second grade was one of my favorite grades you can't do that um I'm serious. I had a second grade teacher, and I really did love her. But I think that if if, if—I'm not going to flex. If teachers made more money, I think a part of me would say, yes, I would do it Mm -hmm. because it is more money. But then another part of me would say no Mm -hmm. because I don't want to— limit myself to a, one school yeah. when it comes to me reaching out and helping somebody. I want to be able to help on the world stage. And I know that it's, you know, you have to start small and kind of like scale things out, yeah. but I don't really know if I have the personality to deal with other people's children mm. that don't belong to my family. Mm. You know? So you well, just gonna throw shade on other people nah, and kids? She's gonna have to work on that shit for that single parent shit, because you're gonna, you gonna be dealing. You're gonna have to work on that I mean, shit no, then. I'm, I'm very good. When it comes to, like, mentoring and talking to people mm-hmm. or whatever it is, I'm really good at that. Like, I've gone and, sp- like, I've gone and, like, spoken at high schools. Mm-hmm. I've been videoed in and I've talked to high school students. So that's definitely not the issue yeah. as far as, like, me being able to, like, talk to them or whatever, but being around them 24-7, teaching, trying to teach them and be the authoritative figure, like... Yeah, it's not I'm, happening. No, like, that's not who yeah. I... That's you might, not you who might, I am you as might, You might fuck around and let loose on one of them and... and and treat them like one of your own. Get I know how it go. A lot of these teachers ain't nothing but mentors because you can't really teach. It's a it's a it's a curriculum. Like they give them a curriculum yeah. that's standardized. And the best teachers are the ones that are really the best mentors. Exactly, because they leave the lasting impressions on the students, and those are the ones who make the students actually want to come in and get their work done, or they motivate them, or they help them in some type of way. And that was my point. You you wouldn't be dealing with no kids that's going to make you cross the line. Yeah, no. Because they they looking at you, and they, we, we, we fuck with her. You know, it's the squares. It's the squares out there. 
who get in those little sticky situations where a, a motherfucker squaring them up. Yeah. An eighth grader squaring them. Yeah, if, you, if you think about it, you always have like one or two cool teachers every year. For sure, you're going to have at least one cool teacher. And if it ain't your teacher, it's like a teacher whose class you always pass by mm -hmm. or that's mm -hmm. always in the hallway and cool or something. You know, you just always, always seem to connect with somebody. And they get they get away with more. They could say more to you, too. They could talk crazy. And, yeah, they might uh, see you in the principal's office or something and be like, now you know you shouldn't have been in there. Mm -hmm. Like a goddamn fool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now somebody else said that you going home and tell your mama that you just got cussed out by the yeah. teacher. So what kind of music are you into? Um, I listen to a little bit of everything. Mm. Favorite artist? I don't really have a favorite artist. Okay. But I love trap music. Mm. What's that? Three in a row? Yeah, that's like everybody. I think that's right three in a row. I think it's because of maybe like people have to go work out and stuff like that. Yeah, it really puts me in like. Is it the rawness? Is it the hunger? <laughs> Who's your number one trapper right now? <sighs> that's three in a row trap music. Go we up, just gonna say duh. that. Oh, okay. Go up. Yeah. So, 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 so he, right so he still, so he's still number one for you. Gucci, yeah, man. Why? Cause he the he he's the he's the. He fathered all these sons out here. What's up? <laughs> What's up? Is that what it is? Cuz he just 